Welcome to Conscious Cuppers, the new passion project. The intention for this is to share inspiring, nourishing content on topics that have changed and shaped my life in areas of personal growth, healing, alternative medicine, sisterhood, intentional travel, and all things in those nourishing realms things that have really changed my life. My name's Nikki and I am a wellness coach based in the West Midlands in England and I am currently supporting women in creating safe spaces where we can connect to our authenticity, to express it, to release what's not true for us ultimately so that we can live the lives that are meant for us uh, free from conditioning or whatever it may be that doesn't resonate with us so we can come into our alignment and I'm really excited to have my sister Ashina with me on the podcast today to talk about sisterhood as a blanket to unpick conditioning comparison and competition welcome Ashina thank you so much thank you thank you for such a warm welcome Nikki thank you so much for having me here you're so welcome Ashina it's such an honor to have you here Ashina and I have many an amazing lighting up lighting up our world conversation so yeah it's such Mm. a pleasure to have you here to share for the benefit of the collective to share what inspires us and we also run a women's circle together, but we'll get into that in a row. Would you like to just uh, share a little bit about yourself, Ashina? Yeah, so hi everyone. My name's Ashina. Um, I am very much into the esoteric side of life, the spiritual side of life. So I've been diving deep into tarot, um, using my intuition to analyze the cards and to give readings. So that's something I've been um, starting up recently is offering tarot readings Um, very much into um, Mama Earth and healing through herbs, herbal medicine, trees, um, just getting out in nature, barefoot, feeling the breeze on your skin, feeling the sun on you. Um, So yeah, very much into the, the natural ways of healing, the alternative therapies, even though they're not really alternative. Um, And yeah, all about that sisterhood, cultivating um, that love between our sisters and recognizing that each woman that we see on the street or in our daily lives, they are our sisters, even though we're not directly blood related, you know, there's that link that that connects all of us. So, and which I think we've forgotten in this modern day and age. So yeah, esoteric spiritualism, the herbal medicine, connecting with mother earth and sisterhood beautiful thank you so much Ashina. yes and I'll share that for me coming back to England when I did um almost not a year yet but it was last July um and for you being in the same area as me has been such a huge support for me that we're both passionate about living in our truth and creating our own reality having you with me on this journey and us being at similar points in life I feel and being able to collaborate 
in our home area has been absolutely huge so yes yeah, such a blessing to be able to to collaborate with you and yes I love what you said as well about the alternative therapies and medicine that isn't really alternative because that's so true and thank you for bringing that to my attention because it's like we're getting back to our traditions isn't it to our roots to the wisdom that's been around us this whole time of civilization coming in and changing the way that we work the way that we see each other the way that we care for ourselves the way that we treat ailments mm. that's the the wisdom really the the ancient collective wisdom isn't it and yeah we'd love to hear what sisterhood how did you sort of have your eyes open to the power of sisterhood mm. yeah well over the years I just started feeling this kind of energy in the collective that more and more people are just so dissatisfied with their lives especially women you know um when I talked to like my my female cousins or like my my female friends they'd all kind of say the same thing that they're just they're not happy with their lives and you know they're not happy with their jobs and I could sense that there was just this disconnect in life that we were all just kind of walking about in our own little bubbles but I couldn't put words to it it was just a feeling you know it was just a feeling um and then when you went off to Australia for a couple of years and we kept in contact and we were constantly sending each other messages and voice clips and stuff and like the more I heard you and like heard the things that you were doing over there, you know, it lit a fire in me. And I was like, wow, like what Nikki's doing is amazing. Like all the intentional dances you're doing and, you know, the communities you were living with and the people you were meeting and all the good yummy stuff that you're doing over there. And I was like, yeah, that sounds really cool. And, you know, I was wishing that I could do things like that over here. So then when you came back and then we were able to, you know, see each other physically and have those amazing juicy delicious conversations those deep conversations and it just kind of evolved from there and um and then you brought forward the idea about the women's circle and I was like yes that's it that is it yes and then we just and then the rest is history as they say and we're <laughs> yeah. running these women's circles each month and um yeah I guess we'll talk about the women's circle in a bit later on in the conversation but yeah it's it's that's pretty much been the flow of things for me and it's kind of you know snowballed into this thing and the point where I'm at now is like I said before I walk down the street or I'm on the bus and I look at these women and I you know I remind myself okay you are my sister and I send them love you know maybe they feel it maybe they don't um, but I just sit down, I'm like, you are my sister, I love you, whatever you're going through, I feel you. We just need that connection, don't we? We need to remind each other that, you know, there's, you know, through conditioning or competition or comparison, like, we need to break those shackles. We need to remind ourselves that we are all connected, you know, men and women, or however you identify. We're all connected. And yeah, I feel like collectively people are starting to slowly wake up to that. So yeah, I'm really excited for the, the time that we're living in. Yeah. Big, big things are happening. 
they really are yeah. thank you so much for sharing that yes it really really resonates and and that was a really good point that you made about the sort of connection that we formed on voice notes when I was on the other side of the world right so we're talking about the benefits of having people in your community but really it's about sharing an intention to have space for each other with with mm. sisters that we re resonate with you know and I feel like early on in our sharing I would perhaps feel a little bit like I needed to not send really long messages because I'd never really had that kind of connection with with a with a sister where you're just yeah. so available for each other which has been such a blessing with us that we've got so much space to hear each other and voice clips are amazing because you know you can say feel free to listen when you've got space I just need to tell you about this dream or I need mm. to tell you what's been going on for me and just checking in and and providing that support for each other has just been absolutely incredible and to just start to unpick conditioning around you know people wanting to hear you people caring about you we're in this world where like you say we go around in these bubbles and things like this aren't prioritized because we get so busy with our lives and work and schedules you know how many times do you hear it in your friendship groups where it's like oh my goodness we haven't seen each other for months how are you like and like you say, just that little gesture, that little intention when you see women out and about to just send them love and just look in their mm. eyes and smile, no matter how old or young, you know, it's, it's just so, so powerful. And just to kind of piggyback off of what you were just saying, um, just want to talk a little bit about our friendship because I feel like our friendship is is gone beyond friendship. It's it's something completely different and it's so refreshing and it's scary I have to say because like you were saying you know when we leave each other long voice messages and we you know say to each other you know when you, if you know this feel free to listen to this when you've got the space when you've got the time and you've got it in your heart to listen you know and I've never had that before like I've had you know friendships with other women women and but we never never said do you have the time to listen? Do you have the space to listen to this? Because I need to, you know, let go. I need to unburden myself. Um, so that was, yeah, it's like I said, it's refreshing, but it's so scary because whenever I feel like I need to speak my truth about how I'm feeling to you, I was, you know, my instinct is to, no, shut up, you know, you know, build that, put that wall back up. She doesn't need to hear that. Everything's fine. But you're so encouraging, so nurturing, so loving, so unjudgmental. I feel completely safe to tell you how I'm really feeling, even when it's really hard for me to put it into words, even if it's just a feeling. Um, and I love it. It's just so encouraging about that. And that's what I absolutely love about this relationship that we have together. Um, you really encourage me to open up to explore my feelings and to know that I'm safe in your hands because that's what it is isn't it emotional safety because I never growing up I didn't have much of that so that's why I find it really scary to open up um, so yeah I just want to say thank you for that oh thank you so much Sheena yes and having that sort of authentic communication and honesty with within our friendships is 
is such a beautiful part of part of my life as well and I feel like if we can advocate for that in our relationships with people you know there'll be times where you'll say oh thank you for encouraging me to speak my truth and then I feel it to you as well I'm like you you inspired me to say this because of that time that you said it you know so it's like that whole thing of like getting really real with what is and examining our limiting beliefs that might be around not being able to open up and and you know just really like validating ourselves validating each other and you know I think to be able to do that we need to be you know open to grow don't we because sometimes it could be triggering and challenging things come up but if we can hold that space and just be open to learn from each other's sharing it really helps the connection just deepen doesn't it and become like a real soulful connection yes soulful connections yes that's what it's all about isn't it yes definitely so yeah I mean do you feel that so let's talk about our women's circle because Mm. like we just had a little chat before this about you know if you look at something like yoga what you do on the mat extends out into your life like you connect to your breath you become more aware of the way that you move aware Mm. of your body and your mind and how to sort of drop into the body and I feel like this is what came up for us when we were talking about unpicking that was it wasn't it we had this beautiful Mm. analogy that Sheena came up with of like unpicking the thread of a what did you say you put it in a really beautiful way oh gosh I can't remember um something about unpicking a quilt unpicking a blanket so I think we were talking I think we may have come about because we were talking about um sewing I think maybe so I've recently got sewing machine for my birthday and we we're talking about that and then we we're talking about uh the, the three c's conditioning competition and uh what was it yeah and then yeah it just all kind of came together the sewing the three c's and like just slowly I'm picking at the blanket at the quilt yeah of each lesson that we learn whether it's in circle whether it's in our relating to each other Mm. and a big thing that I'd like to bring in is that whole like a lot of the the work that I do is around embodiment and around how how can we tune in to really hear what uh what feels true for us so if it feels like contraction and like Mm. we're going to get in trouble if we don't do something then that's often conditioning whereas if it feels like natural and effortless then that's coming from our value system and learning to navigate life in that way and work through things as they arise has like changed my whole world um and another big aspect of that has really been like Ashina said when we were when I was in Australia I was discovering the power of community and of intentional spaces conscious spaces where there's no judgment and that actually began in a dance hall for me in a in a free expression dance it was um no no talking on the dance floor no judgment anything welcome and we'd all sort of sit on the floor at the end and connect with each other and really show up 
and you felt very like liberated because you just like really expressed yourself through movement without trying to put words to it and then we would eat together and yeah it was that I had to keep that with me when I when I moved on and Mm. um I then attended a women's circle and I remember I was in a new place in Tasmania and a new relationship new job and it was during Covid so it was very much sort of what's happening very unsettled time and I was invited to a women's circle and I feel like without having been to one before I was just like yes it just feels so supportive you just know that oh wow you know getting together with other women in a safe space something that we don't have enough of Mm. and that for me I think that's what helped me stay in Tasmania and really embrace that chapter just to witness other women being really authentic and knowing that we're not there to rescue each other we're there to hold space and to Mm. be there for people's process so that they can connect to their inner truth their inner wise woman because we all Mm. have the answers within right and to just witness people you know crying and laughing and saying what they're really celebrating you know it doesn't have to be um the heaviest stuff it's whatever arises and to feel so heard it wasn't that I needed anybody to give me particular advice I just I just needed to share where I was at and to just the power of getting things out into the open people receiving that with compassion was absolutely life-changing and I'll never forget that that experience that I had there so yes thank you for sharing that and you're right it goes back to it's so simple isn't it just being seen and heard and not being given unsolicited advice like how many times have we you know opened up to someone just wanting them to listen and but they just come up with all this unsolicited advice and it's like okay thank you but I just need you to listen just listen to me please and but it's also about us communicating that desire as well just to say okay look I'm gonna unload I don't need any advice I just need you to listen yes and just those simple words and just yeah yeah so simple and so powerful so supportive so yeah we are I like I really I love that that we've created the space to enable women to share, to cry, to laugh, to dance, to feel uncomfortable and to unpick that conditioning. It's a blessing. It is. And we started off with a strong intention, didn't we? We were like, what's our intention for this space? What do we want to create? You know, when you start holding space, I feel like it's really helpful to set the intention so that you can Mm. share that with people. And yeah, how did you feel around that at the beginning when when we were coming up with that around like connecting to our inner wise woman and listening, not giving advice unless people ask for it? And yeah, did that just feel like it naturally? Did you feel like that's what was needed and it just like naturally came about? Yeah, yeah, it definitely felt like that was just the natural flow, the natural progression of things, the uh... the the natural order that was needed, the natural intention, let's say, that was needed for for that sacred space that we were creating. Because I was just thinking, you know, what do I need? 
because I was thinking, you know, what did they need? Then I was like, to make this even easier, what do I need as a woman, as a modern woman? Like, what things do I need? And yeah, that's how the intention came about for me was, you know, I need to be seen, I need to be heard, I need to be felt, I need to feel safe, I need to feel supported. Um, but I also need to, you know, have the space to listen to others and to empathize. And yeah, so that's how uh, that intention came about. And yeah, it's worked brilliantly for us so far, hasn't it? It has, it feels so rewarding and yeah, just such an honour to hold that space and I'd love to dive a bit deeper into sort of how how we get to these points in our life where we really do say what do I need and what do what does the collective need and, and what helps us get there. You know, we've mm. talked a little bit about um you know how we how we came to discover sisterhood but I mean for me as a young person I definitely have experienced the the sort of patriarchal conditioning of mm. you know this lack and scarcity that that seems to be the energy that, that a lot of people live in and how women often you know they're known as being bitchy and talking about each other and being in competition with each other when way back when women would come together and share wisdom and this is another aspect that we are really passionate about in our spaces is um learning about connecting to our cycles and the magic mm. that can arise when we're connected to our bodies in that way and women we, we want to bring in that aspect of like red tents don't we to our mm. circles so women yeah. would have come together and been relieved of all responsibilities during their moon time and they would have been visioning they would have been synced up with each other they would have been mm. synced up with the moon and then they would bring their visions back to their villages and everybody would take them on board and really mm. value the wisdom that's available to us during that time so no wonder we feel out of sync and not connected to each other and to our bodies when we don't have that sacred space available mm. absolutely absolutely and to go back to the question that you um asked about you know how did we get to this point of needing space and I think that was your, what your question was um for me it was I mean I know for some people some women they just have this aha moment and everything falls into place for me I'm a bit slower it, it, it was like a trickle you know mm -hmm. like one drop at a time and it, I was just having these thoughts like going back to what you were saying about you know women being bitchy and catty and in competition with each other and you know one day I was just thinking like why do we have label on all these labels for women like restrictive we've just been put into boxes so we're either the virgin or the whore you know where you know if we you know um don't give up our bodies to men then we're sluts and you know all these you know name calling and body shaming and and we've in, we've taken all of this on and none of it's ours you know and um 
so I was just having all these little thoughts like you know one day about conditioning about labeling um getting in touch with my feelings and how I'm feeling and recognizing what's mine and what isn't mine which is a big thing for me because a lot just from my family conditioning has been put onto me that is not mine and yeah all, all these little trickling thoughts and aha moments came together and it just created this kind of cascade this waterfall where I was like wow society is really messed up at the moment we live in this crazy quite patriarchal um, society and the thing that also helped me bring it together so some of the books that I've been reading have been absolutely phenomenal and this one which was gifted to my to me by Nikki herself thank you so much I still haven't finished reading it because bit by bit I'm getting through it but um just reading this book and reading the beautiful haunting heartbreaking stories in this about women mm -hmm. about the, the mythological the, the mythologies about women and goddesses and queens um this is if women rose rooted isn't it the um yeah sorry did I not hold it up long enough sorry yeah. just because it's going to be just audio so um oh okay sorry yeah so yeah the book is if women rose rooted by Sharon Blackie and if you feel the call ladies if you're feeling like you need something to kind of open your eyes even more and you're ready to dive deep then this book oh this book is just absolute gold absolute gold so yeah um yeah so like i'm saying just this kind of cascade of aha moments happened for me and it's led me to this point here at, at, on this podcast with you and there's still so much to do, but I'm feeling really excited and really hopeful as more and more beautiful souls just start to awaken and have those aha moments. There's really just this shift in the collective now. We're all starting to come together. And I think the, the lockdowns were a big help in that because those forced people mm. to sit down with themselves. I mean, I know I understand that a lot of people found that uncomfortable and they took to drink or other means of distracting themselves um but a lot of people yeah they sat down with themselves and they're like I don't like this job why am I doing this job and you know branching out into other things so yeah really exciting times we're living in definitely yes and yes we're an amazing book and I'd love to jump into the connection of us to each other and to the wisdom of the earth as well mm. um in a moment but I just wanted to also mention off the back of that that um yeah so as we really start to unpick conditioning we start to navigate our lives based on what feels true for us it mm. lightens the load so much of all this influence of the patriarchal society of the pressures of society on women of the media of the you know when you start thinking hang on a minute that doesn't resonate that doesn't feel true for me mm -hmm. I want to be myself so I'm not gonna bleach my hair and you know try and look like the image of what the media might portray to be beautiful mm -hmm. and to actually recognize that everyone's beautiful in their own ways mm -hmm. once we start like unpicking all of that it's like Oh, it, it kind of really likes a fire in you, doesn't it? Because you're like, whoa, that's not even mine. And it's caused so much yes. pain. That isn't even mine. I'm just going to 
really focus on on being me and on what feels mm. true for me because we're all unique and there's only one of any of us right so yeah. shifting our focus and our intention for our lives to that authenticity mm. and to building connections from that place that are real and they're not <coughs> fake and they're not bitchy because you're there to support each other and encourage each other's growth sort of really redirects the ship doesn't it and releases a lot of the weight and then you sort of feel like you're in your alignment and from that mm. place you can create these spaces because you feel supported you feel like you're getting to know yourself you feel confident that you can share what lights you up right we can share what's alive for us I'm sure you can relate to that as well as you know oh yeah absolutely and for me <clears throat> At this point in my life, the thing that's really resonating for me is about living unapologetically. And I'm like, oh, that word unapologetic. Mm. Because as women, we're taught to, you know, be small, to say sorry for everything, to say sorry just for existing, you know? Yeah. And it's like, no, I don't, I'm not going to apologize for being here. I'm not going to apologize for, you know, not shaving my legs and not conforming to society, to the patriarchal society's ideals of beauty. No. Yes, so refreshing, right? Yeah. And it's something that I feel that it's really important to educate our young women, our, our little girls, you know, our nieces, our granddaughters, our sisters, our daughters, you know, that especially nowadays, because I mean, I can't speak for you, but growing up, you know, there was a time in my life where the internet wasn't a thing social we didn't have social media or anything like that so um I'm grateful for that <laughs> but the kids nowadays like I've got a friend who's got like a 13 year old daughter and you know she's all over social media and it's heartbreaking to hear about the online bullying and the trolling and just the the hurdles the extra hurdles that she's having to go through just because of social media and yeah things like that so um education of the young of the young women yes. is so important as well so true and I just had blessed <coughs> to have my friend's daughter in my recent workshop which was about connecting to our intentions for our self-care and she is 11 and yes everything that you're saying just hearing it from a young person who's going through that right now with all that stuff at school all the stuff that we're healing from our younger years as it arises as we question it as we realize if it doesn't serve us anymore yeah for I think for more people to be in these spaces it will ripple out like we were saying it will ripple out to the collective it will <clears throat> extend out to the way that people relate to each other the conversations that people have the way that they perhaps engage with their children you know <clears throat> I feel like we could do a whole podcast on um you know the power of connecting to our cycles and how yes it should and used to be like a rite of passage when you first get your period as a woman and how you know it's so shamed and pushed out and mm. so inconvenient in our society that immediately you don't get guided through your adolescence in embodiment you know mm. um yeah so yes. just to jump onto what you're saying about you know, bleeding about menstruation, like the conditioning that we've been put on to feel shameful about it, that it's dirty, that it's something to shun, you know, to 
push into the corner. Um, wow, that in itself, we could probably, yeah, like I said, we could probably do a whole podcast talking about that because that's another piece of the puzzle, another conditioning that we have to unpick to teach our young girls and our women that it's not shameful, it's beautiful. It's your body telling you that you're ready to, you know, birth, to, to, to give birth. And it pains me thinking about my experience growing up when I first started and how ashamed I felt. Mm-hmm. And um, when we went to the, um, when we attended the sister suppers, in Wiltshire, weren't we talking about this? And we were talking about, um, you know, like uh, menstruation adverts, how they don't even show real blood on the TV. It's, they changed it to blue. It's like a blue gel that they show. Yeah. And it's like all this kind of covering up, this concealing, or yes. you gotta hide it. And I remember when I was in school and it was that time of the month and, you know, rushing to the toilet and like hiding, sneaking my tampon or like, you know, my um, sanitary towels. Nobody could see it because it was a dirty, shameful secret. Nobody could know that I was on my period. And why? Exactly. And yeah, we could definitely dive more into that on a on an episode about um, the magic of our moon cycles and reclaiming mm. that power for sure. But I feel like it's just yeah another way that society gets just disembodied which brings me to the amazing power that I've been finding recently in connecting to nature because it's Mm. you know coming together in sisterhood and seeing ourselves in each other and starting to see people as equals rather than this constant like comparison that we get conditioned all through school who's getting the best grades who's prettier all of this stuff that we have to you know deal with when we're younger um we can then also connect to that oneness in many different ways can't we and definitely one being being out in nature and just seeing that cyclical nature that's in everything that's in us and I know you're really passionate about nature's medicine Ashina Mm. as well yes absolutely that oneness um as you were speaking the kind of image that got into my head was roots like tree roots plant roots because this is something we often talk about isn't it it's like the um the kind of underground system that we don't see how you know, all the plants and trees all connected to each other and how they communicate with each other. And um, and it's the same with people, you know, we are so connected, you know, on a global scale, on an energetic scale, like when we're together with people, even though we can't see it, you know, we're exchanging energies with each other, our auras are mingling with each other. And um, yeah, nature's a huge part of that. So um, yeah really enjoy being out in nature um I really enjoy being naked in nature I don't get the opportunity to do that very often um because Mm. again nudity nakedness is so it's so sacred but again in this society it's it's kind of demonized isn't it like oh you know if you get naked then you know you go in a jail yeah (laughs) but it's sacred body shaming and just a hyper-sexualization of the female body, you know? Yeah, I mean, you know, people feeling uncomfortable to breastfeed because they yeah. think that that's um, 
like weird because boobs are a sexual thing when actually they're there to feed our babies that that hurts mm. me that really cuts me deep yeah when I hear that um and I, and I feel like through coming together as women and supporting each other through every area of our life which is another thing that we are really passionate about supporting people in life cycles as well as monthly cycles right mm, and, and women coming yeah. together of all different backgrounds of of hearing the voices of the elders of supporting people that are in motherhood of not feeling alone when you're at that point of life because we wouldn't have used to raise kids on our own you know there'd be mm. several people helping with the child raising yeah, which the is, village yeah yes and I'm oh, it gives me a massive shiver to talk about this because I know that that's definitely the way that I would want to do it if I was at that point in life I would want support from other women but the wisdom of other women of the older women of the other new mums so that you feel like you're on that journey together so yes coming together and I love what you said about the roots and how there's so much going on beneath the surface and also where are we putting our roots what do we want to put our energy into seeing the value that it brings to our lives when we create the spaces that we know are so nourishing for our souls and how that ripples out like we've had amazing opportunities and experiences haven't we from coming from that sort of blanket as we've put it in this um analogy of sisterhood where you then start to connect with people that know that that's what you're into and yeah, we've had wonderful, wonderful things happening, haven't we? <laughs> oh, absolutely. And amazing conversations. And just going back to what you're saying about life cycles, about learning the different life cycles we go through. What I love about our women's cycles is that it we it brings together a whole plethora of ages, of backgrounds of women. And, you know, the kind of conversations we've had around motherhood, around giving birth and, you know, um, about uh, being a crone, going through the, the menopause and, you know, having that feeling the safety to talk about those different life cycles that us women go through especially the menopausal age because and I know this is something that's come up a lot in um in in recent months just how little discussion there is about the menopause because it's another life cycle that's shunned you know like oh you know as a woman you know going through the menopause they probably feel quite useless or they've been conditioned to feel useless because, you know, they're at that age where the, you know, the period stops, the hormones are out of whack. They, they can't give birth anymore. So as a woman to, to society, you know, she might feel out of place. Like, well, what's my use now? I can't give birth. I can't, but that's not how we should be feeling. We should be celebrating that part of our lives, that, that crone, that MAGA, like, is it MAGA, MAGA, MAGA? Yes, so life. in a beautiful book called The Magic of the Moon Cycles, they talk about the different life cycles that we go through. And yeah, post-motherhood, it's like MAGA and crone. And I feel like since we've been mixing in these circles and creating these circles more, mm. I feel younger and younger, do you? Because all of a sudden it's like you don't fall off the edge of a cliff when you hit a certain age. Like society <laughs> makes you think happens, right? And it doesn't mean that you're just like ancient you just you know it's mm. I just love seeing women at all different parts of their life and especially when they're doing what they absolutely love and then you can just be inspired by each other mm. Mm. it makes me learning about the different life cycles that a woman goes through makes me feel so 
excited to age which I know is a whole thing in itself because we've been again going back to conditioning we've been conditioned to fear aging to fear those wrinkles to fear those age spots and blemishes and sagging and you know all the things that naturally happen to our body but I'm really looking forward to aging because I want to be that kooky auntie that kooky (laughs) grandmother that's full of wisdom and full of herbal knowledge and you know, that's lived life to the fullest and is able to give that knowledge if needed to the younger generation. I want to be that crazy old woman living on the edge of society in her cottage, you know, brewing up potions and lotions. And (laughs) I, you know, and I'm really looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to the gray hairs, the wrinkles. I want to age gracefully into Mm -hmm. life, you know? So um, yeah, learning about the life cycles has definitely given me that. And I know, I I feel it in my bones. I know I'm going to live a long life. I'm going to live a long, long life. So, yeah. Yes, so amazing. And when we care for our bodies, which is another thing that we could do a whole topic on. But again, (laughs) that whole, um, you know, getting to know your body so that you can care for it through your life. And just because you're an older person doesn't mean that you're going to have loads of health issues and be unable to do anything, right? Oh, my God, Nikki. This is a whole thing, isn't it? Like, I think I've our bodies we're designed to live like into our hundredth year you know we're designed for that but because of the you know the the environmental causes the the chemicals the pollution the the junk food the lack of exercise the lack of fresh air like we're just not living to our fullest potential and yes it all comes down to your inner terrain you know what you know the things that you're putting into your bodies it feeds your body it feeds your mind it yeah Oh gosh, yeah, that's a whole another topic, isn't it? A whole other podcast. Definitely, so good getting all these ideas for different conversations. But yes, that's changed my life to just something as simple as learning that it all starts within. So Mm -hmm. the more we nourish our inner world, the more that that reflects our outer world, and to really put the intentions to feel connected and have compassion and all of that good stuff like really bringing that into ourselves which is a lot of what I've been exploring in my recent course which is available as a passive course the divine feminine fundamentals which changed my whole life because connecting to the divine feminine really gives us tools and a new pace of life to really start to balance that feminine and masculine and come away from this masculine productive do 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 at all costs go to work when you've got period pains you know all of that which is that's not exactly what's in the in the teachings of the divine feminine but for me it was like I'm not working when I've got that I need to honor that time and listen to the wisdom it's a very special day that comes once a month that I need to listen to so Mm. yeah connecting to the divine feminine is such a beautiful way to look at how we can slow down nurture ourselves feel that compassion that we would feel for a small child for ourselves Mm. yes all that like consciously creating your life at a pace that actually feels right that honors our cyclical nature Mm. um and about connecting to our intuition as well because you know, especially when we're bleeding, that's when, you know, our intuition, our psychic powers are heightened, aren't they? That's when the, uh, the yeah. veil between worlds is at its thinnest. So, um, yeah, definitely about connecting to our intuition as well and listening to our dreams, mm-hmm. any messages in our dreams. Yes, all of that good, all that good juicy stuff. 
Yeah. Yeah, so we've talked about lots of different areas of our lives that sisterhood has really helped us to heal and how it's brought so much richness to our lives and so much excitement and inspiration and trust for amazing things that we've got coming up and the potential that we have in ourselves and as a collective and we feel so passionate about sharing these spaces and we are planning to create some content to share how to start a women's circle really and how we did that what yes. values we weaved into that what resources have really helped us and everything that you'll need to know because it's not difficult and you know by creating these spaces where we encourage each other people can then contribute and it just is born out of itself isn't it and people will mm. say oh, I could do this I could do that because they're no longer feeling judged and self-conscious because we're creating that safety net for people so mm, definitely yeah. yeah and it's about planting that seed isn't it if we can just get the word out there to people that doing this is not difficult it's really easy these are the resources we used these are you know the the, the topics that we've chosen for particular um circles and yeah just to get people to let people know that it's possible and I mean, it would be great if there could be like a like a spider's web, a connection of, you know, different women's circles all over the world, uh, all over the UK. And yeah, just we need more women's circles. We need more red tents. So, yes. yeah, it'd be great to let people know it's very easy. And yeah. Yeah. So watch this space for content on that. And mm. also, our upcoming offerings that we have in these realms of self-care and conscious mm. life, living in our alignment. I'm going to have a course coming up, which is called Goddess Self-Care. Really, really so excited about it. I've been on a healing yeah. journey with my regime and health, physical health, spiritual health for some years. And <clears throat> I'm very excited now having more recently got more embodied and connected to my intention and my intuition to then navigate from that place and create amazing self-care regimes that serve our highest good that are sort of clearing the way of all the confusion around what to eat and how to do things because we're fundamentally building from the ground up what really resonates for us right now and in this moment so that's going to be a five part course, which will be available either as a container, a sisterhood container, which is, as we've talked about in this episode, so, so nourishing and beneficial to have that support network. And that's the way that I ran my last course. Or it'll be available as um, individual workshops as well. So we're going to explore Ayurveda, the elements, the chakra system, the moon cycle magic, connecting to the cycles and lots more. And my amazing sister, Ashina, is also going to be facilitating one of those workshops. I'll let you share a bit of that, Ashina. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. So, yes, I will be holding a um, workshop devoted to herbal medicine, devoted to trees specifically. So looking through the folklore 
um, magic about particular trees, looking into the herbal uses of these trees, um, looking into the energetics of these trees, looking into the, astro the astrological signs associated with them, um, and all that good stuff. So we'll be looking at four trees in particular. I'm not going to say which ones just yet. You're going to have to do the course. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so I'm really looking forward to that. It's going to be really, really intriguing and fun. And then um, another kind of offering that I'll be doing is with my online tarot uh, reading. So uh, I will be offering, I am offering um, online tarot readings via Zoom which is great because then we can, if you wish, you can record, I can record the offerings so that you have them with you all the time. Um, so yeah, 20 minutes. You can do 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 40 minutes. Um, 40 minutes will be 20 pounds. 30 minutes will be 15 pounds. 20 minutes will be 10 pounds. So yeah. Thank you so much, Ashina. I'm so excited that you're doing tarot readings. I've had, I've personally had some readings from Ashina and my recent one was absolutely, and they all have been absolutely amazing. Ashina has this amazing enthusiasm and passion and the way that she can see the stories in the cards is just so wonderful. And it was such a absolute pleasure and so validating and insightful to have my recent reading with you so yes definitely check her out and where can people find your wonderful offerings Sheena? right so you can find me on instagram my handle is the moonlit priestess i also have a youtube channel of the same name the moonlit priestess so if you find me on instagram you can send me a message there um, or you can email me at ashina.clark at yahoo.com. So that's A-S-H-E-E-N-A dot -E -E Clark with an E at the end at yahoo.com. You can drop me an email there as well and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Love it. Thank you so much. And I'll also link the I'll link our handles in the description of the podcast. I can be found at nikki.joanne, N-I-K-K-I on Instagram and my website is nikkijoannwellness.wordpress.com where I'll post my offerings. The easiest way is through Instagram. I've got my link tree on there so you can see different things, the flyers for our monthly women's circles and all of the good stuff. <laughs> Thank you so, so much, Ashina, for joining me for the second episode of Conscious Covers. I feel so lit up as I always do when we connect. It's, yeah, uh, thank really... you so much for um, creating this space, first of all, and for inviting me along and for this amazing conversation. I feel like this conversation could go on for hours and hours. Yes. <laughs> um, then yes, and just as a final note, I am drinking, uh, I'm drinking green tea and Moroccan mint. Oh, I love it, yes beautiful i have today some raspberry leaf tea which is something that i feel is only really advertised for pregnant women but it's so nourishing for our whole reproductive system and i love drinking it, it helps with period pain so much and yes it's really delicious it's not too fruity it's just the right amount of fruity and just so nourishing so i've been enjoying sipping on that with this conversation and I hope everyone has enjoyed this and watch this space for more awesome conversations. Thank you so much.
Thank you, Nikki. And thank you everyone for listening. Yes, thanks everyone.